I'm Joe Reed, and this is Behind the Mic with Audiophile Magazine. The publisher of Audiophile, Michelle Cobb, is my guest this week. She has a theme, and it's short listens. So the first two days were very important, very significant, and kind of heavy. Are we continuing that theme, too, as we go through the week? No, definitely not. We're, we're going to jump around. And today we're talking about the Nam Wah Cookbook, Recipes and Stories from 100 Years at New York City's iconic dim sum restaurant. And it is iconic. Yes. And it's, it's by Wilson Tang with Joshua David Stein and read by Wilson Tang himself. So is it a straight up cookbook? What is it? A cookbook mixed with stories, which I happen to love. It is. So they don't actually read the recipes for us. Oh, thank God. Actually, I don't know. I, I, I feel differently. I would love to have the recipes read to me. Can you actually follow recipes on an audiobook? I can't at all. Yeah, I, that's just my personal preference. I don't love to cook. So if someone is reading me, that would help me. But I do think this would be really fun to listen to the story while you cook something from that uh-huh. cookbook. And you can get the, you know, the PDF of recipes on Harper Audio's website. So that's cool. But I would say, do not listen to this title on an empty stomach. It's uh, a mashup of lovely stories from New York City's Chinese community. So Wilson Tang is telling us the story of how he came to own Namwa, which he took over for, from his uncle. And he provides all these amazing details about people he has come to know and who helps support the business, you know, the tea guru, the fish whisperer. Um, And many of the people that he grew up with have taken a similar path so that they have come to take over family businesses. I, I can picture the front of the restaurant with that red banner and the gold writing on it. It is just the quint, it's exactly where you want to have dim sum. Yes. And of course, I realize I haven't been there, but I immediately, after listening to this, went and looked it up. It's like, okay, it's still there. They're doing delivery. They've been mm-hmm. successful in you know, keeping the business going. So it's on my- They deliver frozen dumplings. Yeah, isn't that now, cool? Throughout the nation. Yes. Yeah, so I guess I could actually have them potentially delivered to my house, which would be very yeah, cool. Yeah, you could. Now, now, Wilson Tang is the reader. How is he? He's all right. He's, you know, interspersing these chapters of stories with descriptions and kind of history of various bits of food. So he talks about rice and noodles and bao. I did wish that the personal stories were read by either the people that were being profiled or various narrators, because sometimes it was hard to understand whose perspective it was. And, you know, he's not a professional narrator, so he doesn't necessarily have all the vocal variety. Well, why don't we hear a little bit? Great. Do we need a moment um, for you to set it up? Well, this is really getting a sense of what he sounds like and how much he appreciates what he does and the actual space in which he does it. Okay, this is the Namwa Cookbook, Recipes and Stories from 100 Years at New York City's iconic Dim Sum Restaurant by Wilson Tang with Joshua David Stein, and it's read by Wilson Tang. At the crook of Doyer Street in New York's Chinatown, a street so crimped and cramped with history, it's like time's taking a hairpin curve, you'll find Namwa Tea Parlor. Sewn into the side street like a jewel in a hem, Namwa has provided a temporary home for the weary the lonely, the fatigued, and the famished for the last hundred years. The sign, 
written in English with Chinese characters below, blinks like a homing beacon. Inside, a cup of scalding tea is always there for the sipping, alongside an almond cookie or a steamer full of hagao for anyone who needs nourishment. Push open the glass doors and the sound of porcelain knocking against porcelain still ricochets around the room. Even as the world outside has changed, the crack and cackle of teacups on tables have been a steady score. Any business a century old has its ups and downs. Its crescendos and diminuendos, Namwa is no different. It survived, now it flourishes. You know, the other thing that is so interesting about a book like this now and hearing the author slash restaurant owner read it is you also get a sense of what the pandemic means for the restaurant business, that it's not just a restaurant closing, but the cultural history that also can be lost when that happens. That's very true. And because he's not just talking about restaurants, but he's talking about other ancillary businesses, not all of which are food related that sort of are in this community. I, I mean, that it really did cause me to go look things up and wonder how they were all doing because I became attached to the community. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. It sounds like a really wonderful cookbook to listen to now. Um, and again, I'm not a cookbook audiobook listener, but this one I would listen to. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not a cook, but I feel like the recipes are probably simple enough from their descriptions that, you know, even I could do it. So. Oh, hell, or call that delivery service. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> True. That is the Numwa Cookbook, Recipes and Stories from 100 Years at New York City's Iconic Dim Sum Restaurant by Wilson Tang with Joshua David Stein, read by Wilson Tang. Michelle, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Sounds like a plan. Dreamscape Media is the sponsor of today's episode of Behind the Mic. Subscribe to Behind the Mic wherever you get your podcasts and then leave us a rating on Apple because it does help people to find us. I'm Joe Reed. Talk to you tomorrow.